Ready Check Radio. Hello, Internet. Welcome back. The holidays are over. The music has begun. That must mean it's Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, and here on Ready Check Radio. That means it's time for the Relic Grindr Square Enix Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Took a couple weeks off. Hope you had a wonderful Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever holidays you saw, uh, hol- you know, celebrate, and a wonderful new year. Hopefully off to a better start, particularly if you're outside of the United States than it is inside the United States. Lots of stuff going on. Make, make sure you're paying attention. Make sure you're paying attention and you're watching. But when you need that hour to relax, the show's back. It'll be on YouTube if you couldn't make it live. We hope sometime you can. If you're listening to us on Spotify or watching on YouTube, head on over to ReadyCheckRadio, R-A-I-D-E-O.com. Make sure you're following all of our socials there, Twitter, Twitch, uh, and Spotify, if you like to listen to just audio versions. And come on over when you can and celebrate uh, a little bit of fun with us for about an hour on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Joining me to go through some of that fun and talk about their holidays in the Square Enix uh, universe Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkov. What's up, sir? Greetings, programs. I'm doing good. Uh, Christmas holidays were wonderful. Yeah? How about yours? Everybody, everything, did you get everything you wanted from Santa? No, not everything, but I had my kids, and that's um, more than happiness in my book, so. Aww. 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 So cute. Also <laughs> on the line, Mr. Adam Lane, a.k.a. Kronos. What's up? The beard is back. The beard is back. It doesn't take very long. No, I was going to say, man, I wish I could grow a beard that fast. I can't grow a beard at all, actually. <laughs> yeah, this I... is like, this is overnight, basically. <laughs> it just wakes up. So... Like, Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I can grow, a... I can do Post the mustache and goatee, uh... but I can't, I can't grow in the chops. So I just have oh, to gotcha. leave it at a stash and a goatee. I could never, I look stupid. It's like four hairs growing in on I, the sides there. I think I could grow like a beard at like 13. It, you know. <laughs> I'm not a very big gentleman, you know. I'm a pretty small guy, so it's like weird. You see this like little small high school dude, a full beard. You know? <laughs> How was your holiday? How was New Year's? Can't complain. I mean, like uh, like Tarkov said, my Eagles were eliminated from playoff contention long before yeah. Christmas, so yeah. So there was that. But it's probably nice that it's over to be honest. It's probably, probably better that it's just the done. Misery. I actually don't. The, the scary thing is, that I don't expect them to be much better next year. They're they're they've they're got a, they've got some phases before they're they're, they're, they're going to be there again. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to be pretty. And then Sunday night, my Steelers get to go against the hated Browns, who we just kind of let squeak into the playoffs with because we were all <laughs> secure. We're like, yeah, fine. If you make the playoffs, great. I, we don't care. But we'll see. Uh, you know, like I said, and then you know, I love seeing them when they were undefeated, but. Even I said that is the weakest eleven and zero I have ever seen in my entire life. Please don't be I, one and done in the playoffs. <laughs> I just gotta say MVP, MVP. That's we'll right. see. We'll see. Uh-huh. No, he's MVP. We'll There's see. no doubt. We'll see. Go go a rod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess instead of NFL stuff, we should talk about some other stuff there. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we did. We did talk here. a little bit about like. Here? 
you know, what what you did. But as far as like Square Enix, Final Fantasy 14, Final Fantasy in general, anybody get any themed gifts along those lines? Maybe splurge, buy themselves something in the, the cash shop, get a new mount, Kronos, anything like that? Or was it just I, I don't count. Relax. Those mounts don't count. Those mounts don't count. Because if those no, mounts, those mounts count, my, count. Wallet, my wallet would not forgive me if those mounts counted. <laughs> So no, I, I didn't really do any of that. Uh, my my uh, my family tend to buy me more like comic book themed stuff. I think those are like a little bit easier to find. So I usually get like you know like I got like a Batman art book and stuff like that. Um, so not not really anything fourteen related. Although I did raid even through the holidays. We we we, we lost some days, but I was still playing. So you just got some relaxation time in Aorzea yeah. and some savage experience along the way. If you call it Titan relaxation, sure. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> What about you, Tark? Uh, about the same boat. Um, I'm in that age where you know Christmas is not for me; it's for the kids. So you know, I got Aww. some candy. I got. I got All right, a you've, had your, you've had your fucking cute moments. Move on. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I got a GameStop gift card. I can get something at some point. It's like you're auditioning we'll for the nice guy boyfriend in some movie here. <laughs> if anybody's looking, I am. Oh my god! <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Uh, actually, it, was, it was rather unique this year actually because normally you know with the family and everything there's like 900 different places to go get all the kids riled up and put in the car and go to grandma's then go to this grandma's then go to this it was nice getting back to just you know you wake up you spend some time with the family and then you're like i love you all but go the fuck away i want to take a nap you know <laughs> it's, yeah it was nice uh, on the the final fantasy front i was uh, given by my my kids a sealed opus 10 box that was one of the only boxes that i had not bought in my sealed version of yet to, to store on yeah, the least. shelf uh, so awesome. i did get that and some, some other nice final fantasy related video game related stuff too so yeah all in all pretty good pretty good hope all you at home had wonderful holidays as well. It's now 2021. Doesn't look like it's starting any better than 2020 finished, but maybe we'll get there. We'll see. Now you mentioned I'm Savage. Hoping, hoping it's leaking, just yeah. leaking over. Yeah. Just a little leakage. You uh, mentioned Savage, Chrono. So I do want to get an update from both of you gentlemen. Uh, I have touched a little bit of Savage 9, in, but again, it's just with pugs. So I'm not like progression uh, rating like you cats do. Uh, oh, I've so been too. let's get an update. Yeah, it's, it's a blast. It's so much fun. <laughs> Sarcasm, sarcasm, sarcasm. Um, but but nine actually hasn't been too terrible uh, as far mm. as pugging. Uh, Ten and eleven. Oh. Mm. Have you cleared nine in a pug? No, 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 no. <laughs> but it's it's not like you go in and people have no clue what they're doing. It's just like, ah, you know what? If we had this person be a little better at DPS or this healer be a little better, we'd probably be there. So I can't really bitch mm -hmm. right. uh, at how well we did. Uh, but from some friends of mine, ten and eleven is still a pugging absolute nightmare and I'm not surprised by it at all. But in your raid uh, group, Kronos, how's the progression going? We left, you had nine and 10 down and you were progressing on 11. Where are you at now? We're, uh, we're the lights at the end of the tunnel. We're almost done. Uh, so we're, we're getting to the close to the end of 12. Um, and uh, nice. I think we maybe have an outside shot of clearing this week, but it's probably more likely we clear at the beginning of next week, honestly. A couple more gear points and that'll clinch it type deal. Yeah. What about you, Tarkoth? How's it going with the group? Uh, going okay. Uh, I got nine and ten done. We lost a few days because of uh, holidays, which is to be expected. <laughs> Rookies. I really don't like Rookies. Don't don't like raid tiers being dropped during holiday times. It's, it's not. It's no bueno. Um, but we got nine and ten done. We're on eleven, and I think we're at the point where 
uh, me and my cool healer afraid are going to have to have our bunch uh, butts clenched and figure some crap out for healing. So uh, I'm excited to get back to that tonight. Unfortunately, is that kind of the the problem right now? Is the heals just aren't there, or is it more people aren't respecting mechanics, forcing the heals to not be there? Well, forcing uh, people respecting mechanics to get to the point where we need to really ramp up our healing. Um, we haven't really seen... We got to what's called cycles. Yeah. Um, and we've got the first set... We've seen the first set, but the second and third apparently are the, the hardest because you got bleeds on top of the extra damage. Yep. So we haven't actually been in that yet. So, so you're anticipating getting your healer yes. ass smacked around a little bit. Yes. There you go. I've made, I've made sure he's been fair warned. <laughs> yes. He, he's, he's given me the heads up, so... He was I like, prepare thy buttholes. Hey, make, sure, make sure you know where your healing buttons are. Heal uh, <laughs> that in a pug, that'll teach you some things. <laughs> that'll yeah. teach you some things about life in general. Well, what, is, what is mitigation, dude? No one has it. Just the healers. Fine. <laughs> no, I've, I've already talked to my, my crew. I was like, no, you, you're using this here. You're using where I tell you to use it. <laughs> so we could be looking at Kronos U potentially being done by the next show. Possible, possible. Possible. But you're more looking towards your next Friday, Saturday raid. Yeah, I'd say it's more likely going to be the second day next week. It, it's it's even possible that we get close this week and then everybody wants to do a third day and then we like, right. grind it out. But I don't know if that's going to happen either. So, uh, What else in Final Fantasy fourteen is going on? I mean, this is like kind of the dead time, right? If you're not a savage raider, there isn't a whole lot in the, in the dot four patch. Uh, for the expansions, and if you really don't care about the 24-man or stuff like that, there really isn't a whole lot in the dot .5 patch. This is kind of like the the phase that Yoshi P always talks about. Like, if you want to not sub to a game, that's okay. Take a break. Mm -hmm. Go play other games, and then when we drop a patch or an expansion, come on, we hope you'll come on back. And obviously that is, like, super... It, you think it's, like, basic, but it must be, like, high big brain play as far as MMO developers, that mentality. Part of why I love Yoshi P is like, I, you know what? Most of you aren't going to subscribe for 12 months a year. Now, obviously, the three of us on this show do, but the general audience, there's going to be times you just want to take a break, and he's okay with that. This is usually that time, to be honest. Like, right after the Dot 3 storyline wraps up, if you're not a savage raid progressor or uh, or, or interested in 24-mans, or, or you usually take this patch or both patches off. So that's where we're at. Uh, that means we also get the New Year's event. Now, it was a little weird, right? We didn't have the holiday or the uh, Halloween event this year. Correct. But we just play alts. Yeah, I mean, that's certainly an option, but a lot of people don't play alts in this game because it's not actually needed, right? With one character Correct. being able to do everything. So uh, different strokes, different folks. We're, the people watching the show and on the show are certainly <laughs> in the minority, of Final Fantasy 14 fans, and we know, we know, Tombstone grinding, get the fuck out of here. Um, I'm done with my Tombstones. So stoked. We had uh, no Halloween event, but we did have the Christmas event. We did have the winter event, which we talked about last show, uh, and we had Heaven's Turn uh, go for New Year's going on. Uh, how do you feel? First, let's just kind of talk about this event itself, uh, and then we'll open this up a little more to invent uh, events in general. Tarkoth, what's your what's your feeling on on this particular event this year? Uh, let's see. There's no mount that I could see. Um, no minion. Um, it's ignorable. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, the quest isn't even interesting. Like, <laughs> no. 
I no. yeah, Chronos. I, I don't know how you feel about it, but obviously, I'm sure you want a mount. I want a minion uh, because those are both our collection pieces. Mm-hmm. Typically, for these though, these events, most of the time when they do circle around and have a mount or a minion in it, it's one we've already gotten from previous runs of these events anyway. So usually not uh, not something special. But like I thought, even the quests this time were just pretty boring and bland i stopped reading after the second or third one i was like i'm just not interested skip cut scene skip cut skip cut scene get the hell out of here yeah give, give me my I, achievement <laughs> i usually think heaven's turn is like one of the weaker ones typically like it, it, even if i had to grade them like usually he gets like some weird helmet that has like a boar on it or a rabbit right i, I don't I, like something I'm, something I'm never gonna glamour that's gonna go straight in the armoire and like I don't know. Yeah, like the mounts are usually what I do the stuff for, but I, I typically do these things anyway just because they're there and I'm logged into the game. Uh, but I definitely found myself skipping the cutscenes pretty fast. I'm like, I'm just yeah. going to do this fate and be done with it. Yeah, literally the things. achievement was yeah. the only thing I cared about. And even then, it's like so... If I would have forgotten that the event was there and didn't do it and then just mm-hmm. saw it when it was over, I would have been like, eh, I missed it. Yeah. Like I wouldn't yeah. even have been upset that I had missed the achievement or anything. <laughs> Now, yep. ev- events in general, uh, past Heaven's Turn, you know, going th- all through the the winters and the the Valentines, Valentines uh, events and Halloween events and everything. I, I don't want to taint the conversation, so I'm gonna go last on this one. Kronos, kind of give us your feel of events as a whole in 14, and maybe your your favorite, since you've kind of already alluded to this being your least favorite. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, they're usually pretty lackluster, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of usually at it for the mount and then just get me out kind of thing. Um, sometimes they're kind of fun, like the, the Halloween, like, haunted house type thing is kind of cool to see something unique. Or, like, the, I think the Valentine's Day one year, they did, like, the thing where, like, you were split up between two people and you had to, like, kind of do yeah, a Yeah, they've done that the last two years. Um, and that, that's kind of cool. Uh, my personal favorite is probably, like, the Rising stuff, just because I feel like we get, like, lore stuff or, like, You'll get like the direct Yoshi P thing where like all the people they'll bring into that thing where all the producers and stuff are there. Um, and usually they'll tease like a job or you'll get and you'll get like a cool uh, orchestrian role or something like that. Uh, so that typically tends to be my favorite event because I find myself actually watching those cutscenes as opposed to every other event where I'm just like, get me out of here. Yeah. Like I only want to put so many scarves on so many snowmans or like, you know, I'm probably only going to run that Valentine's Day event enough to get enough tokens to get whatever thing I want and then I'm out. Mm hmm. Tarkov. Uh, in the same boat, um, I'm right with Kronos that I think the Rising's the, the best seasonal event that they do. They actually put some time. You get a cool mini game uh, pretty much every year. Minions every year. Uh, outside of that, it's is there any piece of glamour that I want from it? Is there a mount? Is there a minion? If not, I sometimes skip it. I don't even like take the time to do it. Yeah, so here's my thing. I feel bad being harsh on the events because it is extra content, right? But it's it's also one of those things, though, that like it's it's almost a lose-lose for the developer, whether you're Square, whether you're Blizzard, whether you're whoever. Like, if you don't do events, people bitch that you don't do events in your MMO. And then when you do do events realistically they are going to be either remarkably similar if not exactly the same from year to year with maybe a little bit of story flavor changed you know mechanically they're going to be a couple of quests and some rewards happy valentine's day right 
Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Or hey, oh, Halloween. Here's a spooky ghost. Woo. Okay, now go back and and to your usually scheduled programs. <laughs> Tarkov. Yeah. Um. So I feel bad like being critical of the events, but they are just boring as hell. I like. I really liked. I tell you this. I really liked the Halloween one the first year they did it. I with the mansion with the mansion. Like the mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the haunted yeah, mansion. The mansion was, was choice. I the first year. The fu- the sub, but again, here's the lose lose. The subsequent years, I was like, oh my god, people, please just find the fucking thing I want out of here. <laughs> please find what is the second number? Somebody tell me what the second number is. I want out. Um, so yeah, it's weird. <sighs> I feel bad being critical about them. Like I personally wouldn't care if they were gone. Um, yeah, and that's not just I a Final fair. Fantasy fourteen thing. That is an all MMOs I play thing. I really just wouldn't care. But I know there's just a huge audience that, like, if you don't do something for Christmas, yeah, they're in an uproar. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, but to celebrate the new year, we had a lot of weird little drops all over the internet, like. Santa Yoshi P was just kind of sprinkling some 14 cheer all over the internet in very, very, very tiny doses. Like all the stuff we're going to talk about now does not come from one source. (laughs) There are multiple places where this this stuff gets uh, and he does this every year. Right. In particular, writing his dev blog, which we will get to his like Happy New Year dev blog. Uh, But. So let's take a look at that first, because I think that's the biggest piece, the one that most people expect to see uh, every year. Of course, there was a huge portion of it dedicated to um, overcoming adversity with COVID, uh, some thanking of you know hospital staff, first responder type positions, reaching out to the Square Enix team saying, you know, thank God for the, the game here and thank you for all the work that you're doing. This is my break from having to deal with this stuff in the real world. And then the challenges of internally within Square Enix, you know, managing a team remotely, making sure that everything's functioning the way. So all stuff that he's kind of said before, uh, just put into his normal letter, his New Year's greetings letter, kind of reiterating that. But just like always, he can never just say things he always <laughs> Kronos with a shit-eating grin on his face. He just puts the little, here's a little flavor. Boop. I don't know what it means. Guess you'll just have to wait. Uh, so Yoshi P says, so where do we stand? The saga of Shadowbringers concluded in patch 5.3 and hinted at the next story to come. Ah, but of course we had patch 5.4, which then flipped the page to the, quote, final chapter in the tale of this star, end quote. A sentence that a lot of us speculated on. What does it mean? We speculated on on this very show uh, when we first launched this show a few weeks into our very first couple of shows. Uh, He continues, keep a close eye on the team's progress this year as events build once more to a thrilling and unexpected, quote, ending. And then says in parentheses, to the story... Not to Final Fantasy XIV itself, Tarkov. This is not the end of Final uh, Fantasy XIV. Fourteen two. Fourteen dash two. Yeah. I still think you're still like 14. two expansions away. I still think you're like two X packs away. Uh, we'll I barely finished typing this, 
when I had an unannounced visitor, a minstrel as he introduced himself, on a journey from far away lands, he placed a note into my hands and it had this poem written on it. Kronos, you want to give us the poem? Sure, let me pull it up. Well, I don't know how to pull it up right now. Oh, oh caught I him! I caught him! I have it ready. I have it ready. <laughs> I, 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 have it ready. I, no, I already read it, but like, yeah, go ahead, you can read it, but if you already have it up. Because right. I already read it, I still have it up. Our progeny may never know wherefore we look unto the sky, nor why we dig for truce below. We bear their scorn on or watch them die. Who is this resolute man, and what's this about his progeny scoring him? I turned to put these questions to the traveler, but he was gone, vanished as if swallowed into a rift between worlds. What do you think, Kronos? I love this man, but he's a troll. <laughs> he, I, but he knows what he's doing. Oh yeah, he one hundred percent does. Yeah, like I remember, oh. I think uh, he's try he tried to get like more and more vague with like the job shirts that he puts on, which is kind of disappointing that we don't really get to. Well, we probably will get to see it this year, actually. He'll probably oh, yeah, like the point, the Batman sure. shirt for Dark Knight and stuff like that. Yeah, or mm. the Spider Man shirt, which was even more vague. Yeah, Samurai. <laughs> um, I appreciate the comic book stuff though, so you know, keep that coming. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like the more the more I read all this stuff, man, I kind of agree with Tarkov. Maybe it is Final Fantasy fourteen too. I, he he's usually pretty deliberate when he says uh -huh. things, um, and like all the stuff that he's saying. I'm sure we're gonna get into a couple more things uh, that are on here in the notes. But like, it just feels like maybe that's where they are going. But I, I, I but I'm also what, with what you. Makes like, you that, that. Like, what makes you say that though? Like, what he's talking in about like, here... these new journeys. He's talking about like these new journeys and like how we're going, and it just. It can't just be like another shard, right? Because they did that already. So it's like, I don't feel like it's just they're doing the same thing again. Um, so it, it just makes me feel like that's kind of where they're going. But I also, I'm torn because I kind of agree with you too, Mike, that it feels like that should be like one or two more expansions off. Mm -hmm. And both you and I agreed when we talked on about that on this show that Tarkov says, mm, no, I think it's soon. And you and I were both like, eh, probably yeah, so, two X-Packs. The next coming yeah. one and then one after. Yeah, if anything, it makes me really confused for what they're gonna announce when, like, what in a month's time. Like, is it gonna be an expansion? I, I, I hope so. I, I, I mean, I think that's still what it's gonna be. That's where my money is. But what if it is fourteen two? <laughs> I don't know. See, I, mm, see, I think it has to be an expansion. And by the way, he does kind of sum up that whole piece there by saying, you know, we could sit here and speculate what all this means, but we have right. the upcoming Final Fantasy fourteen announcement showcase planned for February. Maybe that will help make some more sense out of it uh, as that day draws near and they make preparations. He's as excited as anyone to see what this event has in the store. So he does tease the the upcoming February event anyway, uh, which should be fun. You have, you know, multi-hour stream, but really the, the first hour plus-ish is where every we're probably going to get most of the big details of, of everything because the whole thing is not translated into English, but that presentation will be simulcast in with English translations. Um, anyway, yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, it does mention our progeny, may never know, wherefore we look into the sky. So, like, okay, our future generations. <sighs> I just think, I, I can't go with you, Tark, on, an, on, a, on a two yet. And here's, here's why. I think if they were going to do a two this soon, I, they're definitely going to do a two. Now, whether it's Final Fantasy XIV two, or a different name, fine, but they're going to do a follow-up, let's say. Um, I just think we would have already heard about it because that 
type of development in behind the scenes from on a software perspective that necessitates a larger than normal gap that uh, between content uh, and so I think if you told Final Fantasy 14 fans right now you're not going to get an expansion we're going to do some story stuff throughout 2021 because in 2022 we're giving you Final Fantasy 14 too I think that actually pisses more people off who all of a sudden now have a year of basically small content coming to Final Fantasy 14 where if you launch an expansion and then say hey once this expansion's done we're going to be starting to migrate things over to a two and there's going to be a larger than normal dead content phase I don't think you end up with nearly the pissed off fan base that you have because they've been prepped for that situation coming for a year and if you need proof look at the way they shut down 14.1 into 14.2 um, what, granted, what if, like, initially, some of that was, we're going to try to fix this. But after they decided we can't fix this, they still, they cut down the content. They made things small. Here's some improvements. Here's a little bit of story. While they worked on a game behind the scenes, then announced a game, then months later shut down the original. I think you have more leeway when you're more out front with that type of announcement. Um, would it be a cool announcement? Hell Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I, I I can't go with you yet, Tark. I can't. But what if, what if like the February fifth thing is just um, I'm just gonna say something real short. And then sorry. Yeah. Uh, what if it's just like the, here's the the expansion's coming. Here's the name. Blah blah blah. Here's the jobs. But this is it. Like this is our last expansion. And after this, like what if that's, that's exactly what I'm saying? If oh, okay, I'm, right, so, that's okay, what right, exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think they can go into February and say. All right, we got oh, no, nothing no going on for nine months because we're working okay. on two, and you're going to gotcha. get that in the beginning of 2022. I think yeah, you can I'm, go I'm into February. That, yes, that's my whole point, yeah. is that I think you can go into February and say, hey, July, next expansion. By the way, last expansion. So when we get to the dot five, we're going to have a little more dead time than we normally do when we're launching expansions because what we're actually going to be launching six months later is the sequel. I definitely think that is more likely than just going into February and saying, expansion coming, yeah, we'll have some small tidbits for you to do this year while we figure it all out. I, I think that pisses people off. So I can't go with you yet, Tark. I still think we, we're 100% getting an expansion, possibly a second one, but I'm a little less sure on that second one than when I said that a few months ago. Is it, is it time for Tark Jesus? Put the <laughs> go for it. All right. We'll get an expansion announcement, and then they're uh, here. Here's where they're they're gonna get fourteen two. They're gonna announce Fan Fest for twenty twenty one. So they'll have all the build up for the expansion. You'll have time for the expansion, and then November they'll have Fan Fest, and that's where they'll announce it. So they're not taking any of the focus off. People can speculate about why they're doing a Fan Fest, and then they're gonna drop the expansion announcement or the fourteen uh, two announcement. Let's do it. I don't know. I just don't that see would it. Work. That I would still, work. I still just see February that, as an expansion that, announcement that and nothing expansion more. Announcement? And, oh, and I don't think do we more. see an X2, uh, X2, a 14-2 uh, announcement until at 2022, uh, at least. At least at the earliest in my book. I just, I just don't see I, it yet. 
Will they if do they it? Announce yes. A fan I... fest, if they announce a fan fest for 2021, mm. would that change your mind? By the way, because uh, they got to put something. If in they there. announce a fan fest, no. Uh, I just <laughs> one. I think they're not going to. I think it's, that would just be even if they did have an expansion announcement. I think going into because if they announce in February that there's an expansion, predictably that'll pro or if we go by previous cycles, we'll see it. You know what? June, July, uh, ish. Let's put a little delay in there because of the whole COVID August thing. September. So let's back it out to August, September, maybe even early October. If that's your release window, end of August through beginning of October, I don't think you can walk into a fan fest at the end of October and the beginning of November. I think the the team's entirely too beat up and 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 rushed for things right then. Then you've got 16 to consider and I know they're separate teams, but from a marketing standpoint, you don't want one to step on the other. So I yeah, I can't I, I just you also have remake too. Yeah, well, yeah, I think that's a little further off though. Right, right, but it would line up with like if there was a sequel that was announced after the expansion, right? Yep. I guess that would probably be right. like the year after that or whatever. Uh, both of you agree, by the way, with that potential timeline. Like, if an expansion is announced in February, like we think, that it's probably going to be like a late August to early October ish that month and a half window. Yep. As far yeah, as September launch, would probably be my guess. Back yeah, September, it out a little. Just like right in the middle. Yeah. So. Back it out a little more than normal. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I just don't think there's any way we walk out of this February thing without an expansion, without the classes. Maybe not. If they're going to add a limited class, maybe we don't know about that yet. Maybe they hold that back. I don't think we see a fan fest. Ferris making the, the point in, in chat that, you know, fan fests do make a lot of money, whether it's digital or not. They absolutely do. Um, mm -hmm. And in most cases, by the way, when you're buying them digitally, they... <laughs> At least in my case, I really wasn't paying for content. Uh, I was paying for content. You're paying for the minions. Paying for minions. minions. Yeah, I know. I bought all three. Oh, God. You, 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 Same here. I got all four, four, uh, three of the yep. 10 minions. Yep. So, yeah, I had, I had to. I was like, yeah, yeah it's all in zero. Japanese. Fantastic. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> need, need that little minion. Just Not put my... the minion in my mailbox, please. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's all I need. <laughs> that's all I need. Uh, what else did you you want to talk about here, Kronos, in the uh, the New Year's greetings letter, though? Uh, I don't think there's really anything else. Okay, I, have. I, okay. Yeah. I just wanted to make. I, sure. I, think, I think we covered all of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just yeah. Tarkov's just waiting to tell us he told us, so I'm sure. So we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. I mean, you only have a, a month to wait. A month to wait. I, I'm excited mm -hmm. to see that, just to see what they announce. Whether it's just, I, even if it's oh, an expansion, it's I'm, I'm it's good. An expansion. So, I mean, come on, guys, don't man. don't be silly, mm. Tarkov. You're being ridiculous. <laughs> what? Not, I'm, I'm not saying there's going to be an expansion. I'm I just saying that there are maybe silly, a fan fest. I think you're for silly. maybe not 2021, maybe right. 2022. But oh, see, so now that it, changes the whole fucking announce, game when you say announce, that. No. Well, no. <laughs> yes, I okay. I, no, I took your information and I processed it, and then I'm adjusting. Okay. I'm not, you know, hard and fast. Then I'll go with you that if they do, if they do the uh, expansion announcement in February, release it in September, and then let's say early twenty or late twenty twenty one, early twenty twenty two, announce a fan fest. That fan fest will be Final Fantasy fourteen two. I will agree with you. Your initial I, premise, I could not go with that. If they did a fan okay. fest at the end of this year, it would be fourteen two. All right. Changing it up, changing it's coming. You cheating it's coming. son of a bitch. <laughs> it's coming. 
Um, talking to Twinfinite, well, I guess not technically talking to Tin Twinfinite. They talked to Yoshi P talked to Four Gamer, uh, the a Japanese gaming website, and Twinfinite, you know, reported on it. Again, here's like the little sprinkle of stuff. No actual information, just sprink Yoshi Santa Yoshi P just sprinkling shit every every year. Uh, tells them, tells 4Gamer, Yoshida-san mentioned that the goal is to make 20, uh, presumably this is a typo and it should be 2021, not tw 2001, a year that will leap forward for Final Fantasy XIV. Tark, I'm going to throw it to you because if that doesn't sound like a fucking sequel, I don't know what sounds like a sequel. I love these little bits. And yes, he's the ultimate troll, but oh my goodness, it's coming. It's so coming. He also tells yes. fans to stay tuned for a new story and a new world of adventure. Again, these are all like on the cusp of saying sequel. But if there wasn't a sequel announcement, you would also say, well, he just meant the expansion. You know, like they're just they're right uh -huh. there. Is he talking about as an expansion or is he talking he about a sequel? He knows, he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows how to play those uh play those strings yeah, to something uh, you, to something you had said uh, earlier chronos uh twinfinite goes on to, to report it's worth mentioning that the new world of adventure part is likely metaphorical considering that Shadowbringers already included a literal right. new world and they'd be surprised if they used that same trick twice and then yoshi p teases big announcements for both 14 and 16 uh in a similar interview interview that was done over on famitsu so yeah. Yoshi P knows exactly what he is doing. Exactly. Now, I actually have translations of the original source questions here, so I'm going to read these to you. Uh, these are just fun little tidbits. I want to get your takes on them, not necessarily like content for 14, because uh, there were some side questions. Which game of 2020 were you most impressed by? Yoshi P says Ghost of Tsushima, overflowing with love for Kurosawa Akira's work. Uh, but the more I played the game, the more I thought, how exactly did they create this and why did they create it th in this way? I learned a lot from that game. It impressed me on so many levels. I love that game. I streamed it many times here on, on Ready Check Radio. I, I agree. If it would have won Game of the Year, I probably would not have been surprised. Uh, it did not. It should have. Uh, I it would should've. not have been surprised. But I am a little surprised that that's the title Yoshi P brings up, Krotos. Do you think he was going to say remake? I thought he was going to say seven remake. Yeah. He's usually pretty good about giving people like other people love, right? Like he talks about wow a lot openly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He wants yeah, to, like he wants it. to do a crossover event with yeah. them. And yeah, that's absolutely. a competitor, right? Like that's a direct competitor. So, I mean, I, I'm not shocked that he would say things like that. He's usually pretty open about how, like collabs and, and giving other people praise. He's just a good guy, man. I, I'll give him yeah. crap for, for trolling because he's a, a, a phenomenal troll. Oh, he's expert level. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean he's a good dude. He's so max and I'm sure level. he means every word he says. Max, so. he's not a corporate form. suit, is is what I appreciate. Yeah, he's a person. Uh, what public figure did you pay attention to twenty? Pay attention to in twenty twenty, and Yoshi P says Donald Trump. Although Ooh. the presidential election was this year, I couldn't understand any of his actions, nor did his words offer any distinction either. Do Americans actually believe what he says? It was very intriguing to me, even though the election is over, just as before, I still don't get him. Uh, so if you wanted some outside of the United States perspective from somebody that wasn't 
a president, a foreign dignitary, a politician, somebody that actually could not be further removed from those categories. That's where Yoshi P stands. Uh, and the answer is that, uh, yeah, there are people that believe what he says. Unfortunate. I have no idea why, but there are. Yeah. Uh, and finally, do you have any message for the readers of Four Gamer about 2021? And this is where he teases a little bit. I would like to take even further leaps with Final Fantasy XIV in 2021. New stories, new worlds to travel to. Just what type of tale awaits you? I hope you can look forward to it. Also, for Final Fantasy XVI, we plan to start announcing more information. So please pay attention to both fourteen and sixteen in 2021. Yes. <sighs> what a troll. Yes. What a troll. <laughs> what a troll. Hey, so crafters, get ready. Uh, because we probably have a release date for 5.41. They announced uh, it officially, by the yeah, way. Yeah, which will yeah. fill out uh, the, or start, uh, kick off the final Ishgard restoration ranking. Uh, so it's next Wednesday, right? Two, well, Tuesday, Tuesday, right? Tuesday in the 12th. Mm -hmm. um, we were going to talk about how this was likely the date, but then it was actually confirmed because accidentally... <laughs> uh, it was spilled in a reveal that the ending for the Ishgard restoration uh, ranking period would be January 21st, which kind of meant, oh, we didn't know when that was starting. You're probably not going to start it on the 19th, which means next Tuesday, the 12th. Um, either of you crafters, I think we've like talked a little bit about that here. We all want frying pans on the servers. <laughs> I yes. mean, they're all level 80. But yeah, like, but do you do like anything with them, or were you just maxing all jobs? I mean, I've done stuff to get the tickets in Ishgard so I could get the mount. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but I wouldn't, I wouldn't really consider myself a crafter. There, I've already seen the mount for this restoration, so I got to do it again. So I'll be doing that. But I'm gonna do. It's like bare minimum. It's like how how much gear can I get to craft this stuff to give me these things so that I can get enough scripts to buy the mount and be out. <laughs> You treat it like the holiday events. <laughs> pretty, pretty much, yeah. But I mean, I'm, glad, the, I'm glad the crafters have something to do, though. Like, what is um, the I mean, minimum <laughs> expectation for me to get what I want so I can leave. Yeah, what about like you? like Mount Hairstyle emote. What about you, Tark? I, I do it so I can meld and repair. That's that's it. Yeah, the only thing I do is goldsmithing. That is maintained just because I don't like. You know, in those off moments on characters where I am missing a jewelry piece and don't have tombstones or don't have uh, raid, raid drops to go get it, I just make a crafted one because they're fucking expensive. Uh, but I'm also too lazy to farm materials to make more of them and sell them um, because they're expensive. I mean, it'd be a great way to make gold or gill, but I'm not doing it. Too lazy. Uh, I make what I need and I'm out. I kind of, I went to Kronos University on that <laughs> on that topic. <clears throat> Yoshi P wasn't done though, uh, and he he normally does this from time to time. He popped onto the Chocobo server and uh, did some running around there. Hey, have you guys ever been on a server with Yoshi P? I have nope. not seen him. No, no I have. Uh, I have video of me and, you know, X hundred players running around with his character through uh, Kugane, actually, uh, on on Behemoth. 
So uh, he stopped by Chocobo on New Year's Day in Japan. Of course, a bunch of people asking him questions. He did answer some of them. Obviously, they're pretty cryptic uh, in some cases. Sometimes they're just flat-out yes-no's, though. So a little bit of good stuff and bad stuff. Here we go. Um, gatherer artifact replicas. He says, if there's a demand, we will consider it. Uh, I'm assuming neither of you are big gra- uh, gatherers because you don't care about crafting. Uh, yeah, no, no can we get a checkbox in the repair window? This is probably the best question on here, by the way. Uh, so don't yeah. expect like a whole, again, he's sprinkling things. This isn't like info drops. He says, I think that can be done. I'll notify the UI team. Uh, for those of you that maybe don't understand the question, it's when you go to repair all of your gear at an NPC uh, or, you know, Tark doing his self repairs. Uh, at an NPC, you just repair all of your gear. Um, you can... There, He's asking about being able to check certain items to be repaired and others not to be. Now, there's a few different reasons you might want this. Um, if you are just somebody that runs out, does your stuff, hits a mender, drops some gill to put everything at 100%, this probably doesn't matter to you. It doesn't matter to you whether a ring is at 10% and your chest piece is at 70%. You just click repair all and you pay for it. No problem. Uh, But for people that do their own repairs and for a few other reasons, this is actually a pretty damn good question, Kronos. Yeah, I mean, I can see how people would want to, like, just repair, like, to try to save as much gill as they can. Kind of, like, beat the system that way a a little bit. Like, you'll save a little bit of gill. Um, I think it's something they could probably easily add. I think it's cool that he feels these questions because I do feel like they probably get suggestions like this which might end up being easy for them to implement and I'm sure some people would love yeah like I fall into the category you said before where like I'm just like well actually I'm, I'm more like Tarkov I just repair my own stuff because the ability to like repair inside of an instance well, and, like, and uh, repair really over 100% because like See. yeah because the worst is like you know you beat the door boss in E12 and you're like oops my gear broke Yeah. Uh, can we leave the instance guess we got to beat that door boss again Oh, your great team would hate you. <laughs> so hate you. So I keep my crafters max just for that too. But yeah, I can I can see the appeal. Tarkov, you want that? I, I would imagine <laughs> this is something you want. Don't care. You don't care? Sure, whatever. Sure, people need it, want it, go for it, do it. Can we get an expansion Make for rings? Can we get an expansion Ooh, yes, for rings? He says, I think there will be something soon. So. Sprinkle, sprinkle, soon yeah. TM. I mean, they're going to have to expand the inventory for the expansion. So. <laughs> you guys are killing me. Can we wear hats and eyeglasses at the same time? This deeply involves the core code, so it'll be extremely difficult, a.k.a. no. I've actually seen people, <laughs> by the way, uh, talking about like using the earring slot uh, for glasses. But then you're going to, and yeah, that may work in theory for those of you that want to wear a hat and glasses, but that fucks over the people that want to wear glasses and earrings. So please stop that stuff. That's just a Band-Aid, and it's not even a good Band-Aid. Stop it. Um, can we get 100% support on all headgear for Viera and Rothgar? Uh, he gives a longer answer, but the answer is still no. Uh, <laughs> it's still no. No. Copy-pasted coordinate links to be a relinkable is impossible. Somebody must have asked that. We didn't see the original question that led to that answer, but 
that was the uh, it reply. probably has to do with treasure maps. I yeah, bet. probably. Probably. Uh, can we get a party finder inside content like Bosja and Eureka? And again, says from a code standpoint, that's difficult. Uh, and that one totally makes sense to me. You've you've already queued yeah. to come into that stuff. That would now you're talking about nested queues, and it's just they're not going to do that. <sighs> so yeah, Yoshi P making the rounds for New Year's, spreading holiday cheer, one troll drop at a time. <laughs> Uh, before we get on to other Square Enix news, I do want to talk to you gentlemen. We've alluded to this before. We've given basic opinions. We kind of all belong to the same school of thought. I express it as dungeons are one of the best things to do in Final Fantasy XIV, but it's also one of the biggest areas of opportunity for the game. Um, and I wanted to bring this up quickly because, you know, it's 5.4, it's 5.5. This is the dead time. Let's talk about some of this stuff. Is it likely to change? Probably not, but we can still talk about it. Uh, as I was doing some grinding over the holiday season for different things, uh, I am I am just so sick of the the dungeons uh, in in the uh, expert roulette. Um, like, when was the last time you didn't go into a dungeon and just fully one hundred percent expect a clear? Like, do you remember in Final Fantasy XIV the last time you queued up and thought, oh, shit, we got this one. I hope we make it. Orem Vale. Right? Probably. <laughs> right? That was back in the day of Orem Vale. Yeah. For me, yeah, it was yeah. it was, it was was probably Amdapur Keep and, and Demon Wall yeah. in particular. I, I guess yeah, oh, like, yeah. because, those were like on release, right? Yeah, because yeah. you know there was a DPS check in a boss yeah, fight the, in a dungeon. Kill the hornets or whatever. Yeah. And then there yeah. was another DPS check in the final boss because you'd run out of statues to hide. You, for those of you that play now, you have no idea what those statues are for because you just go in and set the boss on fire and leave. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> but we had to use those or those uh, statues came to life. And yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, that's like the last time that I remember queuing up for a dungeon thinking, oh, man. And granted, like, that's a little bit of a different situation, right? Because the game had just launched and those dungeons were part of the initial gearing mm -hmm. for endgame stuff. So a little bit of a different circumstance. But I haven't felt that way. That How about I'll put this even more simply. When was the last time you queued up for a duty roulette expert level or whatever that you actually had to fucking pay attention? Oh, I do it to not pay attention. Exactly. Yeah. It's like such yeah. a side topic. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go yeah. grind tombstones for this character. You put on Netflix on the other monitor. So what we've been doing, um, actually, like the last couple of weeks, because, you know, some of our people don't get on very often. So it's cap. We do experts with them. Uh, we just do no healer. We run experts, <laughs> no healer. Wow. But you shouldn't. Um, you shouldn't have to you purposely. You, you say it's no. You say wow, but it's still incredibly easy. Like we just go. Well, yeah, I would imagine so because you're now overkill on the DPS. Yeah, I mean, well, a warrior is basically a healer. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just, yeah. You just take <laughs> the warrior and then you know bring a dancer and then two nukes like a black mage or something and and everything's dying so fast and then the only the only boss that that gave us a little bit of trouble was the last boss of uh, uh the hero's gauntlet. Cause he has a lot of AOE spam. Mm. Yeah. But it's like, even that we survived. Like, so like, yeah, we've like the last couple weeks, all our experts have been tank one tank, three DPS. 
Uh, Yod asking in chat, isn't Expert Roulette always the same new dungeon? Uh, the most recent two. So in this case, Matoya's Relic and uh, Hero's Gauntlet are the, the yeah. Expert Roulette. Uh, I mean, Tark is a healer, like, if, right? I mean, and I'm not yeah. saying, like, every dungeon needs to be, like, a raid. I'm, I'm not saying that. Yeah, no, like, you go not. into a raid and you expect to wipe, and if you're pugging it, you expect even worse sometimes. Like, you expect to wipe and have your car outside stolen while you're in the pug. That's, <laughs> how, that's how bad the pugs get sometimes. They're just going to go out and your car is gone. Um, but, like... <laughs> I want a little more. First off, every single one's been a straight line since forever. Um, yeah. And even the ones they've tried to mask that it's a straight line, it's a straight line. Notorious. They yeah, all it's... turn into pull from A to boss, nuke, boss. Um, even on launch day, that's bad. I don't like that. Like, fine. If it's six months old and there's two or three new dungeons at this point, fine. I get it. The old stuff becomes easier. That's inescapable if you're not going to have a scaling mechanic or you're going to let unsynced and you know just generally stuff hap like that happen but on day one of heroes gauntlet we had just gone through the story we were just at like the initial end game gear we weren't in powerful gear yet and it was pull from here to here because it was the furthest they let you go nuke it down and those yep. those things that they've started implementing a while ago, back in the Amdapur Keep and Wanderer's Palace days, to try and negate speed runs like that, because remember, speed runs were a huge deal in the oh, pugs yeah. in particular. The false walls don't do anything besides just make the thing take longer. They don't introduce any challenge or anything. And I don't know, am I in the minority that I would like those to be somewhat challenging? Not every boss has to be a blockbuster thing, but I don't remember the last time in a dungeon I fought a demon wall where it was, I hope we make this DPS check. Oh, look, I got a good pug group. Great, we're going to finish this. That's awesome. It's it's just become so much of a, you expect to get your tombstones and, and that's it. Get the hell out of here. Yep. And would it piss people off? To, is this why they don't do it? Would it piss people off too much to queue for an expert and not complete it? And so they don't get their expert roulette extra tombstones if if that's what they're grinding for gear or stuff like that? Is that it? I, I don't know. I, I wonder yeah. if there is maybe like some of that fear. They're, they're trying to appease, you know, the greatest percentage of people, which is the casuals. Yeah. Um. But that leaves just not anything for people that want a challenge. I mean, um, I, 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 I mean, the, you could look at it as a rationale, though, is that they probably go, we have that harder content. It's called our eight-person raids. It's called our savages. It's called our extremes. It's called our unreals. Where, okay, fair, fair point to a point, but that is a, an entirely different piece of content. That is just taking singular yeah. boss fights out to me. Um, where I'm just such a fan of dungeons and like even raids like Wild's Castle Nathria now or you go back into you know ICC uh, or Karazhan or I just love that concept um, the 24 mans in I love them I wish there were eight person variants you know of that type of raiding experience too where it's not just queue for one boss fight call it a day queue up for the next one um, yeah I yeah. uh I was doing like treasure maps the other day and like I had a thought that like what if what if there was like four man treasure maps that were actually hard yeah 
would that be like content that would be cool? But then I thought about it and I was like, if they gate like cool glamours and stuff like that behind that, that would piss people off too. I think it's it's hard. They have, it's a hard line they have to walk. It very much really. is. Um, but I want that. I know I, I, you're definitely not the alone because I want that stuff too. I would love to have hard four man content in some form. Yep. Um, mythics. Do mythics. Do something. Do something. So my only thing is like the more I've thought about mythics, right? And I don't want to like beat this topic into the ground because I know we have more news. But like the, the way Final Fantasy's gear. There's nobody works, streaming after us today, so we can take as long <laughs> as we want. Okay. The, so like the the way the Final Fantasy gear system works currently, you can't like it what do you offer the people the that are doing mythics? Yeah. What yeah. do you like? What are you There's offering? No, and if you no offer them like glamour and emotes and hairstyles, that's gonna make the casual crowd, I think, very upset because like that's the stuff that they do things for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if you lock that stuff behind, because you know, like Bob's just not very hard, and these treasure maps, you know, you go with eight people, they just get nuked down really fast. Um, like the crafter stuff. I mean, if you're a crafter, that's great, but like you know, like you're not really on like a timer as a crafter. You could take an hour to do a craft if you want. Uh, I'm not saying some of that stuff's not hard to do or get to that point. It takes hours to do, but I wouldn't say it's like it's not know, challenging content. It's more long, tedious content. Yeah, yeah, and and so like my worry is, and I mean like if you, if you have an idea, I'm all ears for sure. My worry is like, how do you get the raiders and stuff, the people that want this hard content? I mean, e- even like us, like I mean, I'm I'm a pretty average raider, you know, and and we're pretty casual hours wise, but we want the harder content too. Yeah. Like, how do you convince us to do those things to take time out of our day when we have the savage that gives us the gear that we're kind of that's our goal, right? Our goal is to clear the fights and get the gear. So, like, what do you put in these Mythic Plus dungeons to incentivize people is where I kind of get well, dumbfounded. I think what I think what you do is you do take, even if you don't do a full-blown Mythic, you know, 0 through 15, you know, plus 15, stuff like that. Let's say you just introduce, and they did that. They started doing this with the hard mode dungeons a while ago before they changed the names and stopped doing hard modes of, of dungeons. But you have... I think you could get away with it, but you'd have to start at the beginning of an expansion. You'd have to have this be your plan, uh, that we're going to make regular dungeons and we're going to make whatever you want to call them, mythic versions of those dungeons, a separate set of dungeons that are you know, tier A harder, however you want to do it. I think programmatically, the best way to do it is to take your dungeon set and make mythic versions of it. But if you want to make two different sets of totally different dungeons, I'm all for that too. Um, and I think you have to space the gearing out, you know, instead of a 15 point gap between, you know, your dungeon stuff and your, 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 your tombstone stuff and your savage raid stuff. I think you have to introduce a bigger gap there so that for you, Kronos, going in week one on savage, you might not beat it because you need to go run this hard mode stuff, grab five to 10 extra gear points right now, then come back and do this. You know, maybe you beat it, maybe you don't. But there's that tier of, hey, well, we can go almost like the equivalent of running splits in World of Warcraft, right? Where where you're going to to gear up. Um, I, not- I worry. I worry that that would upset the hard hardcore community. Because I, I think yeah, it would. I think it would. They they want to go in day one, like they want to get their crafted gear, pent yep. them, meld them, no, I, go in day one, clear the fights. No doubt that I'm sure it would. Um, I'm sure it yeah. would. But I don't see any other reasonable way to do it. Uh, right. And if, if either way, if you're going to do it, which they're not, that's why they don't have to worry about this. I think, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I'm just stuck in this. 
all right, I can go do a challenging boss fight or I can go do a mindless fucking dungeon, pick one, uh, yeah. for the next 15, 20 minutes. That's the situation that we're in, right? Um, I, I don't, if you're going to piss off, either way you go, if you're going to try to do this, you're going to piss off one audience. So honestly, you piss off the smaller one. Sorry, hardcore raiders. You know, this is the way the gear is progression. It's not going to happen. And I'm not saying that they absolutely should do it. Just my chiming in on if they did a mythic type thing, that's the only way I could see it working and people would be unhappy. But yeah, dungeons are so fucking boring and there's some of the best content there. Like I love looking around them. I love my first and second dozen, you know, two dozen times through it, but then it's ugh, whatever. Yeah, that, yeah that and if you're a like DPS, God. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. why. Sorry, DPS. That's why my middle ground was like the treasure map thing, where it's like yeah. I feel like you could scale it up through the rooms, right? Like you're going through the rooms, it gets harder and harder and harder. And if you want to do the eight man maps, you can. They're there. Uh, but you can do these four man maps that are like harder and maybe give you some different stuff. Maybe I don't even if it's like a housing item or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, but I, but I, I think even Deep Dungeon and Heaven on High could have been taken in a slightly different direction to hit this particular crowd uh, mm -hmm. of people. But that's exceptionally hard to tune if you treat it as a one through four player thing, which is the way they treated it. You know, if we have a, a lone black mage going in here, well, then we can't really put any fights that are incredibly interrupt dependent uh, because that lone black mage isn't going to have a shot, but if we cater it to a lone black mage being able to do it, then a four-person party is not going to have any problem with it. Like, I think there was an opportunity there, but the way they were developing Deep Dungeon and Heaven on High uh, just really didn't cater to what we're talking about here. But there was an opportunity, I think, there, Tarkov. Yeah, it, it, there's a lot of missed opportunities for the four-man content. Um and my favorite time with dungeons is during the when an expansion launch, all the leveling dungeons. After that, it's I don't know, it's it's a, something I have to do get tombstones done, and then I don't touch the content again. It's, yeah, I just want like Karazans and yeah, something Ice Crown Citadels, and you know, even if it's just four man like content, that. if it's eight man content, that's the rating. I'm not a huge fan of rating in in Final Fantasy 14. That's not that I please don't misunderstand. I enjoy doing it, but to me, it's not rating. Um, did you like like did you like the coils and the Alexanders? Like when they had like the stuff in between? Did that was that better? Or did you yes. feel like that wasn't like enough? I, it wasn't enough, but it was better. But it was definitely okay. better than your Omegas or your your Edens or or things like that, where it is literally go in do one boss fight. Now, I also have the, you know, can certainly acknowledge that if that trash is meaningless, mm -hmm. if you're just going to burn it down, then what do you care, Mike? It's, it takes you t two minutes to get to the boss or 15 seconds to walk across the floor to the boss. If the trash was meaningless, I still think that should present some type of challenge as well. And that's where I think those fail because the trash just provides no, it's, it's literally a time gate, not a challenge gate. Um, yep. so yeah and I think a lot of this comes from for me there's very little CC in 14 right I mean oh, there's, God, there's, yeah. there's no very few yeah. crowd control based abilities and there's almost never been I think the last time I slept anything was stone vigil oh yeah sleep is sleep is pretty pointless sadly you know yeah. So I used it this expansion actually did you really for what yeah um, there's a dungeon. I don't know if it's 
Ander. But there's um, you're going through. There's some Sahagan that are summoning. You can sleep them, and then you can gather up everything at the end, and then everything will come through. But oh, see, I don't even I, stop. I, I, I don't even I see that. with it. The thing <laughs> is, is like we, we don't even stop. We just keep nope. going and then chill it at the yeah. end. Anyway. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We keep going. But I, no, I sleep. Yeah. I sleep them along the way. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I didn't even know that honestly, because as a tank, when I do that, I just pull everything to the wall and then yep. pop my invul, and then it gets LB'd, and we move on to the boss. So, yeah, oh, I, yeah. I feel you though. I I, I kind of want because like I feel like when you're in or, like a true raid, right? I know they call them raids in Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah. like you want to feel like you're like in an area where you're like traveling from point A to point B. Cause I, I mean, I know yeah. wow defined the term raid. I was talking to like a friend today and he brought that up. It's like, well, wow kind of coined that term. So you're basically just going off their definition. And I get that, but it almost feels like more relevant to the lore yep. of like the place you're in when you're actually like going there, as opposed to just like boss room, boss room, boss. Room. And don't get me wrong. I love the 14 bosses a lot. Braiding is my favorite part of the game. Um, but I do kind of miss going, like, even the little bit of traveling in like, Alexander, I kind of miss a little bit. Like, you're like, oh, man, this looks really cool. Oh, if I, I mean, even though the trash was, like, eh, don't get me wrong, when you're on week five or week six and you're like, can we please just skip this Yeah. and just go straight to the boss? Um, I, I totally get that. Yeah, like, um, here's here's a good example, though. Like, if you're, you mentioned lore and stuff like that. It's, what does the inside of Eden look like? I have no fucking clue because the only part of Eden that you've ever room. seen is the launch deck. And these random rectangles that we stand on that appear somewhere. That's it. Yep. I mean, like, yep. what does the inside of that massive, massive vehicle look like? Like, could you imagine if, like, and I mean, I'm kind of just thinking of this now. It's like, what if, like, as you're going through the empty or whatever and you're summoning Ramu, like, you see everything change to thunder? Like, that would be cool. I don't know. That would be cool, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and we don't really have anything like that. It's like, oh, okay, Ramu's here. We're in Thunder Plains and yep. uh, everything's lightning. Yeah, well, we do have something like that. It's called Twenty Four Mans. True, I mean, true. Twenty Four Mans are great for that. I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. And that definitely caters to. But then that you know that's like the whole. Honestly, the Twenty Four Mans don't do it for me. Uh, as much as they like more conforming to what exactly I'm talking about here, the idea mm -hmm. of some challenges and then a boss, and then some challenges and some traveling and some walking and a boss and some. They they have a more raid like feel for me for exactly what I'm talking about, but yeah. with the exception of pugging them in week one, they present almost no challenge. They present almost no challenge. Um, I agree. I, I turn my brain off for those after week one too. Yeah. So week one, while everybody's learning the mechanics, that can be challenging. Uh, if you plus if you want to go in with non pugs. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't fucking know 24 people in the game anymore. <laughs> you know, I just. I just don't. Uh, I so did, 24 is 23 people to do that with me. So yeah, 24, 23 people is a big ask for you to 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 put together a group for most people uh, in the game. And then, like I said, after the first week and a half, the the content's rather mindless anyway. Not to say they don't do some neat stuff with it, but I just again. Karazhan's my favorite raid. That's why ever in any game, that's why I keep coming back to that one. Karazhan was challenging every fucking time we went into it. Every mm -hmm. time we went into it. The time it stopped being challenging was when we all no longer needed drops from the place. That was it. That was the only time it finally became not challenging anymore. Can I ask one question then? Yeah. Uh, and this is for both of you guys. Sure. Do you, do you like gear gating things? I do. You do? Yeah. I, I know that yeah. may be an unpopular opinion, but I do. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Like that, I, I like it to an extent, but at the same time, I don't. It's it's hard. Like I'm I'm somewhere in the middle, um, and that's why I ask because it's like I I don't want to feel like I'm not clearing something because I haven't gotten enough drops yet. Because you haven't like gotten that, lucky. Yeah. Like that feeling would be bad to me. But making things a little bit harder and maybe like you have to be a little bit better to do it with less gear. I'm totally all for that stuff. Here, but here's the um, counterpoint. Let me give you a counterpoint though. When was the last time you put on a piece of gear in Final Fantasy fourteen and felt like, ah, I can't believe I finally earned that. I finally got that. I'm really excited. I'm going to walk around with this on my back or on my shoulders uh, or ultimate on my... Race. Oh, ultimate, ultimate. ultimate race. That's it. Ultimate. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Because yeah, otherwise... That's a percentage. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, otherwise it's just like clearing the fight. Like we get really excited when we clear the fight, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, absolutely. Because that's the accomplishment piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the exactly. accomplishment piece. Yeah. For me, it has nothing to do with gear. Like even when I get this, like as soon as I hit five thirty now or whatever, I'm be like, cool, five thirty. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. You ready for <laughs> ultimate? All right, <laughs> I'm ready for the next gear increase. Five forty-five. Here we come. You know, I don't know. I definitely get that appeal, but it's just like from the fights perspective too. Like yeah. I don't know. I just like I, I go back to Gordius because I think that's the last time we were truly gear gated. Yeah, and yeah. Mm -hmm. that was a miserable time <laughs> for yeah. a lot of people. And maybe that that's was too, where, too bad. So that's where I feel Midas was hit that sweet spot for challenge slash gear. I agree. I agree. Hey, I say so. Total sidebar discussion. Sorry, chat. It's just that's what we're here for. I love this Talk game. About I fucking love this game. I uh, does anybody else look at their veteran time and go, Jesus Christ, how much is that? <laughs> oh, you mean like your playtime in yeah. the game? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Not your playtime, your time subs, your veteran status, your time sub. Uh, yeah, I haven't looked at that in a while. But it's I've on your login screen. On <laughs> I looked at my playtime like two days ago. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Every time I see that, I'm like, divide by 365, multiply by 15. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't or divide, I, I, yeah, I, I, divide by 365, divide by 12 times 15. I don't, how much? No, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. No, I'm not going to do that calculation. <laughs> I, I know. I don't even pay the $15 sub. I have the veteran thing. But uh, anyway, uh, last thing here before we head on over to uh, other news. Did you guys see this? The uh, uh, lovely, and we should, we should tell you if you haven't played five, for all the way through there could be minor spoilers depending on how much of this trailer we actually or this video we actually show uh so tomorrow and tomorrow the music uh that is the theme song for shadow bringers square enix put on their youtube channel this lovely lovely trailer that kind of just briefly hits some visual images of the main characters and some of the main happenings I thought this was a tremendous video, and we did not spend a lot of time talking about 5.4 story on this show, only because by the time it was safe to talk about spoilers, the holidays were here. So yeah. um, I'm going to give you guys the opportunity now, we, since we can take a few moments on it. The story was incredible, I thought, uh, even in 5.3 uh, uh, five, and 5.4, or I'm sorry, 5.4. 5 3, obviously, we expected it to be good and it was. But some of the story stuff in 5 4, I think, is is nice. Short, we talked about that. But it, as an expansion as a whole, I think it was the best as far as the story goes. And I know some people aren't going to agree with me on that one. Uh, 
but there were some moments here that as a grown man almost shed a tear and there's yep. one moment i did shed one tear like i didn't ball but i was like oh 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 how'd you feel go ahead tark was it was it for emmett it was not oh it was not it has to be Arnbert. it has to be Arnbert then it was oh. It yeah. was it was when Cito gets the crystal back yeah. from your character so, for Ardberg. Question: Have you guys done the void side quests yet? Yeah. Okay. Nope. Should do those. Yeah, you yeah. definitely should do those. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ardberg and Cito. Um, that was when he gets that last last meeting, talking to him, can see him turns back into the warrior of light your your character and you leave the crystal with him for safekeeping that I was just like yeah, you digital yeah. fucking bird you <laughs> 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 uh, and that's kind of shown in this trailer too what would you think of not only this trailer but the the overall story for Shadowbringers Tark oh my god the trailer was so good the story for Shadowbringers has been absolutely epic I know there's a lot of people who are like, no, Heaven's Ward, Heaven's Ward. Yeah. I'm sorry. This this crushed it. Um Heaven's Ward was amazing, but this man pulled on so many feels on so many levels. I mean, like you you have Arbert and Cito. I thought Emmett's whole arc for the entire expansion. Oh, don't get me like, wrong. It was touching. Oh, I just didn't shed a tear. Oh that's all. And then Elidibus and you're finding out basically he was a child, you know, forced into this position. And him playing with the stones at the end, I'm like, oh my god, heart <laughs> strings pulled all over the place. Um, uh, the ex-arc sacrificing himself, and you're like, oh, god. ah, so good. Chronos. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think this is the best expect, expect too. I do like Heaven's Word a lot, though. Heaven's Word is definitely number two. Um, yeah, but I, I don't think argue... it's all that far behind. Like it's, yeah. it is a difficult I, call for me. I'll argue that like Arbor is way more tragic and way more of a character than harsh font and i, I, I don't agree. understand a lot of people's love for harsh font but i mean that's just me maybe I, I mean it's tragic you know he died he got you know lanced through the the shield through the heart but um i don't know the arbor story was way more touching and felt way more like more weight to it than anything yeah. else and i really liked i liked arbor more than anything them it's all stuff's cool too and i understand why people really like him as a villain but for me what carries the story is arbor um and all that stuff so i really liked it I agree with you guys. I know I we're talking it. about old stuff, gang, but this trailer is new. I think they dropped it on Christmas Eve. Uh, yeah. So just wanted to take a minute, kind of, since we haven't really talked story of the expansion here uh, on the show at all. Definitely check out this video if you have not gotten a chance. It's on Square Enix's official YouTube channel. Um, moving is amazing. Moving on, let's talk about some other Square Enix news. And no, we're not going to talk about Avengers today. <laughs> Um, Square Enix, their developers, multiple developers, had an uh, interview with uh, Game Rant. Uh, not a lot of details, obviously, but there was a lot of, hey, expect more in 2021 on very specific things. Not just a, hey, we're going to be doing a bunch of stuff. Uh, they talked to, let's start with the Final Fantasy VII remake. Um Yoshinori Katase confirmed that the sequel's in development, but said not to expect more details in 2021. 
also added that he'll be working on the series past 2021, confirming fears that it will likely be another long wait before more of the original PS1 game's story is remade. So basically confirming you're not going to see Remake Part 2 in 2021. Expect 2022. And in fact, you probably aren't going to hear anything about 7 Remake Part 2 in 2021. I'm a little surprised. I, I am not, based on previous predictions I've already given on this show, surprised that we aren't seeing it next year. I'm a little surprised that we're not going to... They can tell us... They're telling us, uh, Tarkov, not to expect to really hear anything on it this year either. That's a little surprising to me. Little surprising, but it's not they couldn't change their mind at the you know end of November, December, but like, hey, here's a little something. Um, but like I said in my prediction, I didn't expect this, you know, second part to come out till maybe summer of twenty twenty two. So um looking like I was correct on that. Um <laughs> uh, Kronos one that you uh are watching as well as I near replicant. Uh, they talked to that team as well. Going to see a lot over the next two months as the game trucks forward towards its April release date. We got new gameplay revealed earlier this month at, at the Game Awards, uh, or earlier last month in December. Um, and then Saito also is a producer on Square Enix's collaboration with Platinum Games, Babylon's Fall. So he teased more info about that will be released in 2021 as well. And that one, I, I'm going to be honest, Kronos, I totally forgot about Babylon's Fall. I kind of forgot about it too. Every time someone mentions like the Platinum, new Platinum Games game, I have to like be reminded what the name of it is. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm excited about it. Like, I mean, Platinum Games puts out some, at least stuff that I like a lot, at least recently. Um, so I'm going to try it out when it comes out. But I definitely, I'm on the boat with you. I definitely forget about it from time to time. Uh, who else did they talk to? Bravely Default pro uh, 2 producer, Tomoyo Asano, and Octopath Travelers, Masashi Takahashi. Uh, they wanted to talk more about their upcoming games, but they didn't have anything to say yet. Uh, Dragon Quest producer uh, Noriyoshi Fujimoto also said he hopes to reveal something for Dragon Quest's upcoming 35th anniversary this year. That we kind of already knew was going to happen. We talked about that on a previous show where that same line was teased. You know, maybe we'll have an announcement for the 35th anniversary. Uh, and then, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Yoshi P himself, uh, stopped by to say, hey, on the Final Fantasy 14, and more importantly, since we've already talked about 14, on the Final Fantasy 16 front, expect a lot of news for both games. Now, he opted not to say whether Final Fantasy 16 will release in 2021. Uh, obviously, we do expect the new expansion being announced in February. But I thought it was interesting here, and I want, that's why I wanted to end with this one, that he opted not to say. He didn't just say, probably not, which I seem would have been the easy answer if there wasn't a shot of getting this in 2021. Was he just trolling again? Or is there a potential? Some of us have speculated that this, this is much further along in development than some people may think. Is there a potential to see it in 2021? But it's not for sure if they can make that target yet. So he's just opting not to say either, Tark. Nah. I'm going to keep to my prediction. Early 2022. But they'll, they'll release a ton of information this year trailers 
Well, I mean, he already so. said that. Yeah, expect. A... Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't foresee it launching this year at all. Kronos, you, you look, you got that I, smirk. I, like I think it can. I'm telling you, this guy, everything he says has intent. <laughs> Every, everything. He knows, I agree with that. He knows his words. He's very good at the English language as well. I think better than he. Yeah, when, when he sits there for interviews with translators, I'm like, you son of a bitch. You don't need that translator. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he's doing. I think there's a slight chance. I don't know if I'd bet my entire bank account or anything, but I, I think, I think it's possible. I'd, I'll, I'll say 70%. The gauntlet. <laughs> the 70%, gauntlet 70% that, 70% that it's holiday 2021. Ooh, that's high. So, I'm going yeah. to say... 15 percent it's this year so not zero from you anymore huh not zero i just think it would have been easier to say no it's not going to release this year but we're going to have a lot of information uh to show you throughout the year then it would be to say uh, i'm not ready to answer that question yet because then that almost directly implies there's a chance you could see it this year we're just not ready to lock that in publicly yet which I think is exactly what he meant to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is kind of a little interesting thing, nothing new or anything coming out. This is according to PlayStationLifestyle.net. IO Interactive, that's the team behind Hitman, and we talked a few episodes ago about their upcoming new James Bond game, which I'm looking forward to, a new origin story for James Bond. Uh, Chief executive producer and co-owner Hagak Abrak, uh, Hakan Abrak, apologies, uh, opened up about splitting with Square Enix. Now, this was this was years ago, right? The actual mm-hmm. split. Yeah. So this is nothing new, right? They split. I think it was shortly after like Hitman Two or something like that, um, or maybe it was the original Hitman that they did the episodic thing and it didn't sell very well. Um, so when they split, it was kind of just like mutual and they're going to try and, you know, help them partner with somebody else to secure funding, blah, 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 blah. Uh, now, kind of saying, you know what? Square Enix just lost faith in the franchise after the very, very low sales of Hitman in its episodic format, to which I say, I am shocked. <laughs> I love the Hitman franchise. I hated when that game launched. I hated that. It was terrible. Uh, goes on to say, it was called a Trojan horse strategy. Just get people in. If they like it, then they'll upgrade. Maybe we'll get a whole lot bigger volume in the start, and hopefully we can convert those people if they like the game. That was the strategy. The skepticism and what is this and is this early access from a big publisher and whatnot, it ended up being historically low sales, a historically low start, and over time, even our publisher and owner back then, Square Enix, lost faith. And that's what led to the separation. And you know what? I can't say, I, as much as that sucks for a franchise yeah. I really like, I can't say I really blame them. And you know what? Neither does EO or IO Interactive. They, they just said, you know, we can't really blame them for their decision either. But I think what there's probably a little more of in the background, Tark, is a little more of we do blame them for pushing this stupid episodic thing onto Hitman and then using it as the excuse to to leave. There's probably a little more resentment for that aspect. 
Yeah, maybe a little bit. Um, yeah, the whole business dealings and, and that choice in particular, um, it's, it's very curious at that time. And I, I think the only people that have really gotten away with that is like Telltale Games with their um, with their adventures. And oh, like, like the Walking, Walking Dead, and Dead such. the Wolf, and, and yeah. all that stuff. Exactly. That's and maybe they're trying to mimic that and and build hype by doing that, but it just uh, there's a difference between like indie-ish publics, publishers and you know big big time publishers. So it just was very curious when it happened, and and again, I don't blame SE for parting ways. Um, I, I'm not a big hitman person myself, so that's because you're a terrible person. Um. Uh, Thanks. Thanks. I don't want to play a hitman. Got it. I'm, I'm terrible. You're a bad person. I think they're very fun games, but they are definitely an acquired taste. Uh, if you don't yeah. like stealth gameplay to begin with, then this definitely isn't your your genre. And if the idea of just flat out cold blooded murdering somebody doesn't appeal to you, then this game's got a whole lot of problems as far as appealing to you. A whole lot of problems. Uh, Square Enix. Trademark application process was approved. Still has got a few more steps to go. Uh, the, yet another title. We brought a former title on and speculated that it's probably the 14 expansion title. This one called Voice of Cards. That's all we know, Kronos. Any guesses on what it could be or even just could be related to? Definitely not Final Fantasy TCG. You know what? <laughs> I, I know it's not. But if it's some other <laughs> stupid card game from Square Enix, I'm going to... Sh- start burning <laughs> things down yeah there are so many no not fftcg digital final fantasy card games that square has done just do the tcg at this point damn it i would love it if i could get it digitally i'd probably I, play it all the time i would do i would do it i'm just not um, a huge octagon fan or yeah, untap no, I mean, or any of those yeah there's a good reason for that, right? Uh-huh. I mean, you you lose a lot of things. I mean, also like the some of the social aspect is, is a lot of the good times too. But I mean that you wouldn't get that in a digital game either. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know. Part of me just feels like this is probably some mobile title. I I, just, I have no idea what it is. But I kind of thought it was going to be mm-hmm. mobile trash too, but yeah. but I also kind of lean towards maybe a Switch game. A Nintendo Switch, not quite mobile title, a little more in depth than a mobile title. So put it on the Nintendo Switch thing. Mm-hmm. I can see that too. I don't know. We don't have no idea what it's in relation to. Tark, any guesses? No clue. Um, I was thinking mobile. Yeah. For for something, I'm not sure. Oh, by the way, speaking mm, of mobile, um, War and uh, what is it? Omra, Opera Omnia are running a 14 crossover event right now, or or just getting ready oh, cool. to. I don't remember which, but if you play either of those two mobile games, there's a 14 crossover event coming up or just started. Again, I don't play either. Just wanted to make sure I mentioned that uh, for those of you that do play. Um, Square talking to uh, I'm not talking to anybody on here. Uh, dropped a boatload of Bravely Default 2 information. Now, we are not going to go over all of this. Head on over to RPGFan.com. I just want to mention it here uh, so that you got it. This was on Christmas Eve. You might have missed it, even if you follow this game. But they dropped a ton 
of Bravely Default 2 information, not surprisingly, since the game isn't all that far away at this point. Ton of different character information with uh, who the, who does the voices and then their jobs and uh, little bios on all kinds of characters, abilities, lore stuff, just, uh, additional job stuff. I mean, there is a ton over there. RPGfan.com's uh, got you all wrapped up. Look for Bravely Default 2. Nice little wrap-up. I'm still looking forward to this. I don't remember. One of you was kind of looking forward to this, and the other one didn't care. Who was who? I'm definitely buying it. Okay. You I'm were, in it. You're, you're in it, Tark, or you don't care? Oh, yeah. No, I'll, I'm getting it. I thought one of the two of you just beautiful. didn't care. It wasn't into the Bravely Default series. Maybe there was something I else. Remember, but I definitely played the first one. I, I like the first one a lot. So. Played much of it, but I'm I'm getting it. Absolutely. Ah, it's beautiful. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's beautiful. Check it out, check it out, check it out. Last thing, and we'll wrap up with uh, lore or lies here. We have got a decision, an upcoming decision on Outriders breaking via Twitter, Square yes. Enix's Twitter page. Uh, uh, the Outriders Twitter. Happy New Year. We believe it's important that players get to experience a new IP like Outriders before release so that you can decide for yourselves whether the game is something you wish to pre-order, purchase, or play. For this reason, we're excited to announce that on February 25th, we will be publishing a free demo giving everyone the chance to play the first few hours of the game with all four classes in both single player and co-op along with seamless migration of your character and progress to the full game so no wipe dope speaking of which ps <laughs> we have decided they don't, they don't say ps but it's kind of like <laughs> that's exactly what happened here Speaking of which, we have decided to move the release date of Outriders to April 1st, 2021. No joke. We will spend this extra time fine-tuning the game and focusing on delivering a fantastic play experience at launch. Thank you for hanging tight a little longer. We appreciate your patience. So basically, they're going to start a beta right when the game was supposed to release. Um, they're pushing the release back a little over a month. It was supposed to be the end of February. Now it'll be April 1st. But... You can play for free, few hours, co-op, single player, all four classes, without a pre-order. You don't have to pre-order the game to do this. Anybody can go and play it, and your progress will roll over into that launch on the first. Not Lorelai's. Yeah, love it or leave it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's the first week back. Shut up. Uh, <clears throat> one, I'm kind of disappointed to see it delayed again. Remember, this was delayed out of last year into mm -hmm. February, and now it's being delayed from February to the 1st of April. I'm kind of okay with it, though. And this, I think, is tremendous on their part. And you know what? I kind of think they had to. Because as much as they've been billing this as a standalone experience, think Borderlands 3, it's a looter shooter, but it's all in the box, it's not a live service... I think the idea of a looter shooter coming out of Square Enix after Avengers has caused so much consternation that you almost had to do this, Tark. Absolutely. Um, and especially with delays, have they been? Uh, people think that Marvel Avengers should have been delayed until they got everything right. The drag of live service, uh, 
this is all good news. Um, I was a little confused at first because when they said uh, uh, demo on the 25th, I'm like, isn't the game supposed to come out on the 2nd? Yeah. I'm like, I, <laughs> you're, what's going on here? Uh, so th- then I kept writing, reading and, and then I got it. But um, I think this is a good move. Um, allows people to see what this game is going to hold for them. Um, and yeah, after the trash that has been Marvel Avengers... And to another extent, maybe Cyberpunk maybe had an influence on this too. Um, pushing it back to make sure it's completely right uh, is the way to go. Do you think that Cyberpunk played a, a role here, Kronos? Like almost Square going, you know what? Shit, I don't want to get that many Sony refunds. Let's <laughs> let's let's delay and let's let people see exactly what they're getting before they even pre-order the thing. Which, by the way, it's just such a... I know we're praising them, but... That is such just a generally consumer-friendly thing to do that you really shouldn't fucking get praise for saying, hey, <laughs> I'm making a game. I'm going to let you give it a little taste, and if you like it, you can buy it. And if you don't, then you haven't lost anything except a little bit of time. It's such a something that should just be so normalized that it doesn't deserve praise, but sadly it's not, and so I'm going to give them a little bit of praise here. Keep doing this type of stuff. Yeah, I think this is a little bit more of Avengers talking to me. I mean, Cyberpunk probably played a role, sure. Um, but I think they can't release a game. Like, so, I I played the Avengers beta, but by the time I played the beta, the game was going to be released in like a week and a half or two weeks or something. Yeah. I'm like, there's no possible way they're going to fix all this crap. Um, and, and I think to give themselves that extra window is good, even though they probably feel like the game is almost done. I feel like that's kind of what they're saying, but they just don't want to risk it, which I think is a good thing. And I think offering everyone the chance to play and then they're going to get feedback and they're going to actually have time to fix things that are wrong um, and make sure that whatever, like I'm always all for delaying for the right reasons. hundred percent. Like if I can get a better game on release, I'll wait. I mean, I've been playing games, video games for a very long time. And I remember like, you didn't even hear about games, you know, for a long time, like you would just go dormant and then you'd have it, you know? And I, I would rather go back to the days of when like every, like games were released when they're done rather than, Let's just release some half-assed stuff and fix it later. Like that, I hate that mindset. So I'm all for it. I think it's a good decision. Um, I understand people, you know, being upset by delays, but please, people, stop, stop scheduling time off work for stuff. I'm, oh, I hate seeing that Twitter, <laughs> that tweet uh, in reply to any of these things, and it happens all the time. I schedule time off work. Well, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's a video game. It's a video game. I'm not saying don't schedule time off work. I've done that too, particularly for Final Fantasy XIV expansions and stuff like that. I'm not not (laughs) debasing the actual taking off of the work. I'm making fun of you for being vocal and upset that something was delayed and you took off work. You knew that was a risk when you took off work. Shut up. Move on. That's the part. Cancel that your I get, vacation. Yeah, that's the part that I get mad about. Not or that I think is dumb. Not the actual taking off work for video games. I'm a grown ass man, and I still do that. Um, but when something gets delayed, and I can't move my vacation, I suck it up and take my vacation without said video game because that's the risk you run. <sighs> All right. Anyway. Yeah, I could see that Tark was getting pissed off because Tark's taking days off work, and he was like, is he really calling yeah. me out for taking days no. off work for a game? No. no. I think we all do it. 
pretty sure I, we I, I do it. For the expansions, absolutely. Yeah, I'm that I, need a, I need at least a week and a half. Off. That is not the portion that I was calling anybody out on. It's the going to Twitter and bitching about it. You knew yeah. what you got into. It's like when you pre-order something and you complain that they delayed something. Well, you already have my money. I want a refund. Why? Next time, next time I know when I see that on Twitter, I'm just gonna tag at Magic Man. Oh my God, I'm uh, unfriend you. <laughs> bitch. I'm just gonna stick you on him. <laughs> unfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Let's head over and do uh, love it or leave it. I think this one's gonna be easy. We've all kind of given you our core thoughts on it, but the Outriders delay, and I'm not talking about the demo. We all think the demo is a great customer service, consumer-friendly move. I'm talking about the delay itself. This game was scheduled for mid to late February. It had already been delayed once. I'm not asking even whether you think the move, the delay itself is good. I'm asking, do you think it portends good or bad things for the game? Is it not ready? Is this just a quality assurance move? Do you like the idea of this game having been delayed a second time. Love it. Love the delay or leave it. We'll start with you, Tark. Uh, I'll go with love it. Uh, kind of seems in that same vein that Final Fantasy VII had uh, last year. Um, they delayed it just a couple weeks, a couple months. Uh, wasn't too big of a deal. They got to get the game right. Um, if Marvel Avengers has showed them anything, got to get the game right. Otherwise, um, that sales are going to suffer. So uh, I, I like it. Good for them. Kronos? Yeah, I'm also in the love of department. I, I better safe than sorry. I'm always in that boat. Um, I'd rather have something more polished. That's when it's done. And it even gives me a chance. Like, I mean, I was convinced to buy it by you guys. And, and now I get to play it for the, you know, for the beginning four hours before I have to commit to buying it again. So that's pretty cool. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely for it. I know you just said not the demo, but I'm, I'm going to leave it regardless. I'm going to leave it. I hate this idea. I fucking scheduled time off of work. To, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You <laughs> freaking noob. I'm just, with that shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love it too. I think it's ultimately good. Uh, by the way, all three of us have already decided we will be teaming up to play this. We will stream it, uh, some of it, on Ready Check Radio. We'll get the old three cameras set up, and we'll be having some fun. Is the demo multiplayer? Yeah, it's well. It says yeah, in the announcement that both single and co-op is available. Okay. So we'll stream cool. some of the demo. We'll stream it when it launches as well. Uh, so look for that. That'll be towards the end of February, beginning of February. We have obviously we have our shows every Thursday, but uh, Friday night we will uh, in February we'll have the the showcase from Final Fantasy XIV uh, Square Enix. We'll probably be doing like a reactions live thing on that one because Tarkoth just goes yes. ahead and schedules yes. shit without talking to the person <laughs> that runs the place. Hey, I don't I, know. I, I already Kronos cleared it with Kronos, bitch. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll be uh, uh, probably doing something for that. We'll have some chips and dip and you guys can all hang out with us. Uh, but let us know about Love It or Leave It in the comments below, and we'll review yours on next show next Thursday. Until then, Kronos, where can everybody find you, my friend? Uh, yeah, same place as usual. Uh, Twitter down below. Um, still ranted on there. Didn't catch that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Tark. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all at Tarkroth Gaming. Come check me out. 
I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there at MagicMan1 on Twitter. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio. We'll tweet at you with every show we've got going live and all the different streamers volunteering here to share their passions with you on our streams. Until next time, gang, stay safe, and we'll see you on the surface.